Hey, this is Sean Mandoli, and I'm the pastor of Sanctuary LA, and you're listening to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this message encourages and inspires you. Remember to follow us on social media at My Sanctuary LA and enjoy the message. But, but you know, there's, there's stuff in the life is rough sometimes, but it, that's why, you know, praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God. Somebody say soul music. I mean, this is good. The Bible says this is good. Well, whether you feel like it or not, for it is good to sing praises to our God, right? Whether, whether uh, people don't understand it or not, the Bible still says, for it is good to sing praises to our God. This is good, you know? And not everything in life is good. God will work it for our good. Thank God for, for God that knows how to work some stuff out. Come on, somebody. He can just work it out and make it good. You look back going, wow, that was bad, but God made it good. Somebody say amen. He knows how to do that. But, but praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I mean, this is all over the book of Psalms, by the way. They should have called this book soul music. The whole book is about singing. It's about worship. So it's about praise. So praise the Lord. For it is good. It is good. No matter where you are in life and what you're doing or what you're going through, it's good to sing praises to our God. I'm here to tell you right now, everybody in here, you ought to have a song in your heart. Okay, I'm kind of concluding our series here. We're going to get into this, and I got some points for you, something you can take home with you, but, I, but I'm here to tell you right now, every last one of us ought to have a song in our heart. There's something about a song that, re- that ministers, that, bring, that, that, that keeps you fresh, that keeps you alive in God. Um, you know, for, for it is good uh, to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant Okay, and the word sing, I'm going to give you some definitions of words. I'm going to teach you something here today. Uh, but sing praises means this, if you're taking notes. It means to make music and sing. It means to celebrate in song and music. All of it. Every instrument. All right? Um, who out there, what, what's your favorite instrument? Anybody, is the drums your favorite instrument? What's your favorite instrument? Drums? Or to hear? Maybe, maybe like, I don't know how to play it, but is there any instrument? Anybody? Uh, what, what, let me just ask you here by a showing of hands. What, drums, your favorite instrument? Raise your hand. Like, you just like the drums. Yeah, me too. I like the drum. All right. How about guitar? All right. All right. We got guitar, a bass, bass guitar. Okay. Um, uh, harp, harp, favorite. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Somebody in the back likes the harp. Okay. How about like uh, saxophone or horns? Anybody like the horns? Wouldn't that be dope if we had a whole horn section up here? We need some acoustic panels because that'll start hurting up in here. But, but horns. Okay. What else? What about keys, piano and all that? Anybody? Yeah. You like the piano? I don't know if you knew this, but my wife is classically trained, right? She, yeah. Oh, so is, so is, um, she can play the piano, and so is Jennifer. Jennifer can play the piano. They're like, don't expose my gift to the, to the world. And she's like, I'm over prayer. I pray, I pray. I'm, I'm the prayer team leader, <laughs> right? Um, anybody else? Is there any other instrument? Come on, talk to me in here. This is okay. What's that? Cello. Anybody like the cello? Anybody, your parents made you take an instrument coming up? You had to. You, no? Yes? Yeah? Uh, Joshua was like, yes. Had to play an instrument, right? He's like, yeah. Anybody else? Yes? Violin. Oh, violin? All right. Ooh, have you ever heard the electric violin? It's amazing. All right, all right. So that, that's what this word praise means. It means make music and sing, to celebrate in song and music. All right? Soul music. All right? That, that's what this is. Okay? And so... Um, 
And the word pleasant there, I got two definitions here, and then I'm going to start giving you some points. But, but that word pleasant means delightful or sweet. It's pleasant. All right? There's something about bringing the presence of God, something pleasant into your daily life is worship. All right, something just in your daily life, in the struggle of life, in your, in, your, in your coming and your going, your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, is bringing a song. It is pleasant, the Bible says. Now, this is truth. I mean, if, you, if you're frustrated, if you're feeling a little down, if you're angry, if you're, if you're troubled, I mean, do you have a song? Because that song is going to bring, I don't know if this is a word, but some pleasantness to your world to your life, that, that, that singing to the Lord, praise the Lord for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, it's pleasant, anybody been in an unpleasant situation, how do you make that pleasant is sing, all right, you got to sing in the middle of it, for it is pleasant, and praise, the Bible says, is beautiful, is what the word beautiful means in the Hebrew, it means suitable or fitting, what, what is it saying? That praise always fits. Worship always fits. Well, what should I do? How should I respond to the situation, Pastor Sean? This thing didn't quite work out. I'm kind of struggling with this. My family life is like this. Things are all over the place over here. My, you know, my loved ones are acting all crazy, this and that. But how, what's going to fit into that situation, Pastor Sean? Praise and worship a song. You got to bring that thing into your world. You got to bring that worship in your world. Here we go. Here's my first point is praise shifts and changes environments. All right. Praise is powerful. How many of you felt, feel the presence of God when you come into church and you hear the music and the worship? Come on. Let me see. Let me see your hands. Anybody out there, you sense that, that there's something special happening in the presence of God in the midst of song and praise. I'm just attracted to that. I just want to be around that. I don't want to hear some sad um, humdrum thing. I want to I want to celebrate. I've been saved and washed in the blood and all that great, good stuff. I got the Holy Spirit inside of me. There's something praise shifts and changes environments. I believe that we as a local church, because of our praise, our worship, I believe this community is shifting and changing, that God's going to open doors for us that people didn't think we could have, and it's going to be because of our praise. It's our worship. It's all up to Him. I'm going to just give God praise, and I'm going to leave the results to Him. And sometimes I think we try to control outcomes and results, and God's like, would you just please stop and worship me? Not me, but Him. Come on, somebody. Uh, but, you know, we just got to learn to leave the results to God. Anybody been stressed out at work at all within the past month or so? Just maybe a day or two. Yeah, some of you are so confident. Yes, Lord. Anybody have a, anybody come into church? Maybe you don't have to say this, but maybe you came a little tired, man, a long week. Right. But you got to. I'm here to tell you right now, it's your praise and worship that's going to shift and change that environment. I'm here to tell you, it's your praise and worship that's going to shift and change the environment of your home. It's your praise and worship that's shift and change the environment of what's going on between your two ears. That's an environment. And you want to change. Sometimes you need to change that environment. Your emotions is an environment. Sometimes it's a hostile environment. I'm going to come down here. I'm going to step on some toes now. How many of you, you know, your emotions, have your emotions ever been maybe a hostile environment? Maybe a vulnerable environment. And that's part of life. And that's why soul music, our soul needs praise and worship. 
praise your praise not my I can't praise for you I I hope that uh, you know I believe that our praise can get over on some people but I'm here to tell you on Monday I I don't know if Andre is going to be up in your kitchen worshiping with you I wish she would sometimes she has a beautiful voice such a strong voice sometimes it seems like it just comes out so effortlessly right and just so powerful anointed um, worship in this house. I said there's some powerful anointed worship in this house, but you got to bring what's in this house to your house. And what is your song? And so I'm, I just want to encourage you, praise shifts and changes environments. Shifts and changes environments. One of the most powerful tools to reach people. All right, I'm not going to get to that yet. I, have some, I, I just jumped over my notes. Verse 2. Let's look at verse 2. It says, The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. I'm going to read verse 1 and 2 again just so you can see the context here. It starts with praise. Everything starts with praise. Change begins with praise and worship. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God. For it is pleasant and praise is beautiful, suitable, fitting, it fits in every situation. Praise shifts and changes the environment. Verse 2, the Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. That word build means to obtain children or to begin to build or repair. I'm here to tell you right now, here's my next point, is that God builds community in the environment of praise. Something powerful that, that building is in verse 2, praise is in verse 1, that God can't build a healthy family if praise isn't in it first. God can't build a healthy church if praise isn't, isn't in it first. God can't build. I'm talking from a kingdom perspective. I'm talking from, a, from God's perspective, from heaven's perspective, that everything starts with praise and worship. Everything. I cannot be a good dad if I'm not a praiser, if I'm not a worshiper. I cannot be a good pastor if I'm not a worshiper, primero, number one. That, that, that is the most important thing. That is primary, worship and praise. In this verse, praise is beautiful. Praise the Lord. It is, it is fitting. It is beautiful. It is suitable. Then it says, God will build. So, so, so the building of anything from God's perspective, perspective begins with praise the primary way we establish God's kingdom in our city is going to be praise and worship I said the primary way we're going to establish God's kingdom in Boyle Heights is going to be praise and it's going to be worship isn't that isn't that beautiful why why is that why is that so great so beautiful so important because we're going to leave the results to God and we're going to focus on worshiping and praising him all right it it, it all starts with that Jesus the Bible says is the chief cornerstone of the building he is the centerpiece he is the and and back in the day when they they had have a cornerstone meaning it was the first stone that they laid in a building and every stone after that came from the place of the cornerstone Jesus the Bible says that Jesus is our foundation he is the chief cornerstone meaning he is the beginning he's the foundation his heart the way he does things the way he operates he's our lord our savior he's all that so we build from him but every stone after that is a stone of worship you know we build from him and and and, and every brick we lay in our personal life Every brick we lay in our ministry life, every brick we lay in our career, our pursuit of our purpose, in our marriage, our family, whatever it is, every brick we lay in the house, 
after Christ being primary, every stone is worship. All right, one way or another. All right, God builds community in the environment of praise and worship. Here we go. Hallelujah. One of the most powerful tools to reach people is to create and sustain an atmosphere of praise and worship in our church. All right, because the Bible says that the Lord builds up Jerusalem in verse 2. Second part of verse 2 says this. He gathers together the outcasts. So praise is first. Then God begins to build. Isn't that something that if we create an atmosphere of praise and worship, that God will gather hurting people to us. If God can trust us with praise, he can trust us with people. God can't trust us with people if we don't praise. God can't trust us with people that are hurting if we don't worship. Because worshipers are, know how to have love people. If we don't worship God right, if that thing isn't right, if our soul music to God isn't right, we will not know how to really love and help and equip people. People are second. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Somebody say soul music. With all your heart, soul, my love God. With This is the first commandment. Love God with your heart, whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor. Why is neighbor second? Because neighbors can be crazy, and we got to make sure we get our relationship with God right because so we can help people when they're acting up, and we don't get offended by it. Hallelujah. I'm going to sing my song because y'all are quiet. All right? God gathers hurting people in an environment of praise. I'm going to say it again. God gathers hurting people in an environment of praise. All right? God is in the business of loving and accepting those that have been rejected. God is in the habit of loving and accepting people that have been rejected through us, through us, worshipers. Worship is primary. Worship is primary. Um, and we, I, my heart for this community is that we'd be like a hospital. Really, this is, we'd be a hospital for people and a training center for others. That we'd be a hospital for people that are hurting and an environment where, where people that are called of God that, 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 that want to pursue and chase God and do this thing and give them their all, that we'd be an environment for that, uh, okay? And um, I just want to share, this is a, a word that a couple came to our church. I shared this with, uh, at, at my Connect group on Thursday a little bit. We were just talking. But somebody came to our, our church, visited a couple, um, and they're connected to our church. They, they participate uh, like on our uh, Facebook live prayer. We pray every uh, Sunday morning at 7 on Facebook. It's a prayer time. I lead there. I've been doing it for years now, but that's just something that we do as a community. Um, and so, uh, you know, somebody say pray first. Uh, but they've participated there and they listen to the podcast and stuff. I, I believe they don't live too close to us, but they had visit us once and they actually give to our church. They, it's kind of a trip how people give. I'm like, I don't even know you, like, but thank you for giving. But, but, but they really like what's happening here. They do go around the church, but they give. They literally give and participate. But they came about a couple months ago and, and the, the lady wrote out two pages of, of, of a word that she felt like God gave her for our church. And it was really powerful. I just want to read one part because it really has to do with um, anybody that writes me a word and, and it's legit. Man, I fold, it's in my Bible. So um, I, I hold on to this stuff. 
Um, but it was powerful. I just want to read a part of it that really has to do with this message. This was really uh, ministered to me, but uh, it kind of went on to what God's going to do and stuff, and stuff this person wouldn't even know, but God spoke to her. So she wrote it down and gave it to us and, and all that. And so, uh, but with this one part here, it says, the sanctuary LA is just that, a place of refuge for the lost and hurting and the wounded. However, it is also a training camp for, my, for God's elite warriors. And so I really believe that that is, that is this place that we can be an environment that is a hospital for those that are hurting, but also a place for people to be developed and trained and equipped. You know, I, I mean, our heart is that we could just, we're just going to love people regardless of where they are and what they're dealing with. That is just what we do. We love to do that. But our heart, I believe, just like our God's heart, is that, is that you don't stay where you are. We will love you if you stay where you are, guaranteed. But our heart is that you would develop and grow and, and break through things and overcome things and occupy a territory God's calling you to. And so, and so that is our heart that God uh, builds um, community in an environment of praise and God gathers hurting people in an environment of praise and God builds people in an environment of praise. All right? Here, we're almost done here, guys. This is going to be a quick one today. But verse 3, here it is, verse 3. 147, verse 3. I'm going to read from verse 1 again just to uh, hear the context here. But 147, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Let's try it again. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No, like you're supposed to praise God. Not... Let's try that again. All right, you ready, Josh? All right. Praise the Lord. All right. What, 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 yeah. All right. You said, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. He's coming soon. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the great I am. He's my savior, my king, my master, my Lord, forgiver of my sins, healer of my body, restorer of my soul, bright and morning star, lily of the valley. Somebody say Jesus. All right, here we go. Praise the Lord for it is good to sing praises to our God for it is pleasant and praise is beautiful. Verse two, the Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. Here it is, verse three. He heals the brokenhearted. He heals, we're talking about praise. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. People get healed in an environment of praise. I said people get healed in an environment of praise. I think sometimes we try to get so sophisticated with helping people. And I understand the complexities of the human soul and people's experience in life and, and the counsel and walking with people through it. Because our emotions are complex. But I'm here to tell you right now, but our faith in God and our worship to God ought to simplify the complexity of life. And that there is something that happens in an environment of praise that people get healed. I believe that the people get healed of depression in an environment of praise. They, they burdens get um, lifted, yokes or, or shackles of things, addictions get destroyed. But 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 people will get healed if we will praise. 
I believe that, that, you know, that, that, that is my last point is people will get healed if we will praise. Verse three, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. This is what heal, heal means. Um, it means to become fresh, to make whole, to cure. To become fresh, to make whole, to cure. That if there's any ailments in your life, praise, worship. Isn't that something that you have um, the ability yourself to give God praise? That you don't have to wait on somebody. You don't have to, you know, you don't, you don't need to wait on um, anything or anybody. But you can praise um, there, there, there's something that in, in, in my own emotional process at times that if I'm uh, feeling frustrated or, you know, I get frustrated sometimes. Can I get a witness? Uh, I get, <laughs> I, I, I get, um, I can get a little down sometimes. I can get, sometimes um, I can put undue pressure on myself because I'm just trying to think things through, trying to figure it out. And sometimes my, I, I can, my wife sees it on my face and she says, what are you thinking? And I'm like freaked out by it because I'm like, how do you know what I'm thinking right now? This is getting weird. But she can see it. And like I move my eyebrows, right? She's, I'll be in the car driving. I don't even know if she's looking at me. She's like, what are you thinking about? I was like, nothing. <laughs> like, get off me here. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, nothing important. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do that? Like, I, you know, anybody know what I'm talking about? Man, this thing's kind of frustrating. How do I fix this out? How, how do I do this? My wife's like, what are you thinking? I'm like, turn that worship up, girl. We need some worship in here. Uh, but I noticed this week when I, my mind, my emotions kind of, kind of drifted in a certain direction that I noticed I was just, I remember where I was exactly. And I was just, uh, walking uh, from our living room into the kitchen and just out of my house, I oh, praise the Lord. Just by faith, I just praise, praise you, Jesus. And, and I didn't feel anything. It wasn't like I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't, there was no music, but I just, I just had to, I'm not going to let this thing control me, my own process. And, and I don't even remember what it was I was saying, but I just like, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you. <laughs> and it's just by faith. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I, I, hopefully that challenges some or encourages others. But I'm here to tell you right now that praise, and it doesn't have to be a big old show, but I'm praising the Lord. I, I might be thinking, trying to think things through, trying to, trying to work things out. But I'm here to tell you, you got to open your mouth and let God feel it. And you got to get that praise out. Praise the Lord. Praise, I know some people think, man, why are they always saying praise the Lord? Why are they always saying hallelujah? Well, because uh, it, praise shifts and changes environments. So, I mean, of course, that's what I'm going to do. You know, you got to open your mouth and, and get that praise out. And then, you know, verse 3, once again, um, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And it starts with praise. It starts with praise. Binds up. This is what it means. This is what it means. to He binds up the wounds. It means to comfort the distressed. All right? I'm, I'm here to tell you that the answer to your distress is your praise. The answer to your distress is your praise. He binds up. He comforts the distressed. Okay? Here we go. This is my last verse. 
My last verse, and then we'll pray. Jeremiah 17, verse 14. People will get healed if we will praise. I really um, desire as a pastor that when we're praising and worshiping, that maybe new people walk in, come in this environment and get, and just demons start running from them, coming off of them, pressures of life, that our praise, he would heal the distressed. He would lift those burdens off, that, that he would inhabit our praise, that that soul music uh, would come and out, would just bring a healing to somebody's life. Um, um, uh, there, there's a, a student here that, that's visiting us from TCMI that was part of our ministry team, and he's here on the front row with us today. And, and he, after worship, he's like, I can't even tell you how good I feel right now. He's like, I can't even put into words. I can't even explain it. And so I'm like, what? Well, there it is, worship. Whatever's going on in, in, in my brother's mind up here, whatever he is going through, that this thing has lifted, uh, the, whatever pressure, whatever, that, that worship, that praise heals the brokenhearted. He binds up the wounds and heals the brokenhearted. Uh, Jeremiah 17, verse 14. Here we go. We're going to close with this. It says, heal me. Somebody say that when we say, heal me. Heal me. Repeat, it, repeat this after I say, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Say it again. Say, heal me, O Lord. And I shall be healed. One more time. Say, heal me, O Lord. And I shall be healed. All right. It says, save me and I shall be saved for you are my praise. Healing comes in an environment of praise. I don't, I don't know any other more important thing for you as a person, for, for you in, in your house, your family, I don't know any more important thing than for us as a church is to give our will to praise and to worship. There, there is nothing more important. <laughs> the most important person in our life is Jesus. The most important thing that we do is worship. Nothing else. I mean, this is, this is theology too. This is doctrine. If you, the, 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 the person of the Bible is Jesus. The theme in the Bible is worship. It's what it is. Every book goes back to worship. The devil fell. He was a worshiper. And God gave his job description to you. That's why he hates you. You have his job. He's jealous. He was a, he hovered. And Bible talks about Lucifer had like pipes and stuff in him. Like music. When he'd walk, it just worship. Come out of that angel. And pride got in the way. He should have just kept worshiping. And here it is that, that angels, the Bible says, they worship by design. They don't have a choice that all they say is holy. But isn't that something that God, the creator of the universe, says, oh, I'm going to keep worship going, but I'm going to put it on people that actually have a choice. You have a choice. 
And that's something, like I had a choice to fall in love with my wife. It's my choice. I chose her. I chose, I chose, she, she's been chosen, separated, sanctified for a holy purpose. Come on, somebody. <laughs> People are like, amen. Okay, that's enough. Amen. But think about God in heaven. He got everything. He got a cattle on a thousand hills. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But he still desires worship from broken people like you and me. He's like, I want more. Give me more. He wants your soul. That's what he wants. He wants that. And that's something. Like he created the heavens and the earth through the stars and the sky. I mean, the Bible says that Jesus could have came up off of that cross, called down angels and all that. He could have, but he didn't. I mean, the Bible says that God does whatever he pleases. Obviously, within the context of his character, he is God. He, there is none beside him. Nothing and nobody makes him anything. But he wants your song. Wow. It's the most we're going to pray here, I promise. But the most important thing in your life is worship. Praise. And some people are like, man, I need to pray about that. I mean, you, your prayer list is so long. It's too long. Your prayer list is too long. You need one, one thing on your prayer list. Jesus, more of you. Now, I'm not, I'm not against prayer lists, okay? I know some of you looking at me like, whoa, Pastor Sean, I got my husband on that prayer list. I'm, all right? That's okay. But worship. Somebody say worship. Thank you for listening to the message. If you've been encouraged and inspired, give us a great review and share it with a friend today. Also, if you're ever in the L.A. area, join us for one of our powerful weekend gatherings. For more info and directions, follow us at My Sanctuary L.A. Be blessed.